0: Oh my god, hey, the door just closed.
1: Yep, the door did just close, huh? Someone left. Uh Uh-huh, that's awkward. Um, Um, yeah.
0: (laughs) How are we doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty okay. Pretty
0: okay. I felt that. I have been teaching guitar all afternoon. I love that. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I'm glad.
0: My voice just (laughs) cracked.
1: I didn't notice.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so... Welcome to the agenda for today. The
1: agenda for today is we have a special guest. <gasps> oh, my God, we have a special guest. And his name? Well, I'll have him introduce himself when he gets here. I'm gonna text him to join the chat because we kind of um, we had some technical difficulties. If this that hopefully... episode sounds
0: off. You can blame me. Let's all blame me.
1: Yeah, I'll blame you. We've we've talked about our experiences of um, just being in college and. Um, where we are thinking that we want to go with our majors and everything. So since Nat and I are both creative writing majors, we thought it would be beneficial. Well, not really beneficial, but like interesting, you know. Fun, to, fun fun <laughs> and fresh, you know. I'm so sorry oh, I said no. that. Um, to bring on a, a special guest, a friend of ours, who is a senior this year and is going to be graduating with the same degree that we have basically. Yeah, Obviously so different scary. minors, but it's yeah. We're both seniors next year. I- he's a senior this year. This is wacky. I'm gonna scream. Yeah. Do you know if he's joined yet? Am I is this where I say hello? Oh say it cool. is. Hello. Oh, yeah, hi. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> oh an a uh, question. Um yeah. What is your name, your pronouns, your major, your year, anything? Just like. What's your favorite bagel? Yeah, your favorite oh, bagel.
2: Oh, oh, I love that one. All right, so, uh, yeah, my name is Kyle Ross. My pronouns are he, him, his. I am class of 2021. Which, this is it for me. I'm a writing major, BFA, with minors in publishing and history. Um, and you know, I... I am definitely a sesame bagel. That's that's a solid a choice. I feel
0: today. like sesame's good. Mm-hmm. I. How do you feel about egg bagels?
2: Only if they are also everything bagels.
0: <laughs> I trust your judgment. Thank you.
2: So no no yeah so it's the egg bagel dough and then you just cover it with everything.
0: Yeah, that's. See
1: that's solid. Yeah yeah.
0: Yes, I. Where are you from? Because you have a good I'm from bagel Jersey. opinion. What was that? I'm from New Jersey. <gasps> wait, where are you? I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> uh, Central. I'm from You Central. know, the part that people. Wait, 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 wait. What county? Mercer. Okay, I'm from Ocean.
0: You're from Ocean. Mm hmm. Oh, I'm from Trenton.
2: Cute. 45 minutes away from me. I'm from uh, a lovely little town that you probably know Lakewood. What's it called? Lakewood
0: lakewood i've heard mm-hmm. of lakewood
2: yeah i'm sorry if you have
0: <laughs> um ocean county because i usually go to like belmar and stuff like that or um yeah are you up towards that way or more
2: it's um 30 minutes from the beach and 30 minutes from Trenton, so it's really dead center um okay. but i went to high school in red bank
1: that's
0: so, like, you never told me Kyle was from New Jersey. I didn't
1: know that Kyle was from Jersey. And if you did say anything, because Kyle and I met through orientation, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you so didn't do the like, little icebreakers, like, here's where I'm from. You know
1: what? September was a long time ago, and I'm so sorry if, I, if you told me that you were from Jersey and I had, like, no recollection.
2: No, 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 you're absolutely fine. I am very much one of those people that's like, I'm not going to tell you where I'm from unless you ask. But yeah. I live in Boston, <laughs> and that's what you need to know.
1: Yeah, I'm in Boston now; like, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: mm-hmm. So, talk about
0: your major a little bit. What's it? What's it like? Because we did have class together last semester. So, yeah.
2: Um, being a creative writing BFA major, um, is really funny because I didn't put that down when I applied, saying that's what I was I wanted to do, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do general theater studies and maybe go towards playwright and actor, or if I wanted to just do straight creative writing. Um, and then Emerson told me <laughs> I was doing the creative writing BFA track um, the day after the Scholastic Art and Writing Awards came out.
1: Oh, wow. Huh.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> they really so decided
0: they, for you. They really
2: <laughs> did. Um, they saw that, I guess they saw my name on it, and they're like, oh, we should take this guy off the wait list and, like, tell him he's doing creative writing. Oh. oh no. <laughs> <Shuts>. <laughs> <And that's-
1: laughs> do you that's regret that?
2: <laughs> What's the vibe? <laughs> oh, it, I, am, I am so glad I didn't do theater. <laughs> <laughs> so Emerson is, I'll give it to Emerson, they were right about that for me. Um... But yeah, I mean, it has honestly been super, super rewarding um, because the best part of the creative writing major program is the workshops and the Mm -hmm. student feedback because, yeah, you know, there's similar people in the major, but you're probably going to have different people in, you know, your workshop classes every time and you'll have a different professor. So you get different feedback. So it never, so people never get like stale to your work, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, it's been awesome. I was a creative writing major in high school, which was also all workshop-based, so I was very familiar with it, and I never felt lost. Um, and it's been nice because it, it's, hmm, depending on the professor, there will either be, you know, write a something about this prompt in the genre that the workshop is in, so usually that's either poetry, fiction, non-fiction um or sometimes there'll be like extra topics um so i also did flash fiction and i also did um playwriting at emerson as well um yeah. within the wlp not within the theater um
1: yeah. so like drama writing I, or something like that yeah
2: it yeah. i think it i think it's literally topics and creative writing drama
1: oh um, wait do you have kevin
2: no william oram
1: I heard he's oh, really wait, cool. he's my advisor.
2: <laughs> he's so cool.
1: I love him, um, even though I, like, only had one meeting with him last summer, but it's fine.
2: <laughs> he, he's honestly really cool. Um, I saw a photo of him and Richard Hoffman, who's my advisor and my thesis professor, um, at, like, the book talk last year. And I was like, oh, wow, it's my two favorite old white men.
0: <laughs> wait, I think I was at that, too. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, spring. Was it spring 2020? It w- Yeah, it would have been right before Emerson shut down. I was oh. there. <laughs> so funny. um, With Lisa. Mm. <laughs> have you had a class with her? I have not.
1: You're lucky. Ooh. <laughs> I have her this semester, and it's intro to creative writing fiction because I needed another, like, intro class or whatever for the liberal arts requirement or like my major requirement or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, okay, I'd rather do this than like a random editing class that I don't want to take. So I took it and I was like, Lisa can't be that bad, but she she is that bad. She's terrible. I told you. She's literally the worst professor I've ever had who honestly I've been going off about this the past like three days to just whoever will listen. Um but basically For my story in particular, this semester, she doesn't really give you the option to edit more than one story, which is fine, but the stories that she thinks are complete are, like, far from finished, and Mm. she just doesn't understand the concept of, like, anything—she doesn't like genre fiction, she doesn't like, um— Like, I had a meeting with her to go over the notes that she left on my story that were very irrelevant to the actual story itself, and I was kind of confused. Um, So I met with her, and all of her commentary could have been answered if she actually, like, fully understood and read the story. And I was just like, did you just not read the story? But I couldn't say that because she's a professor, you know? So I was just like, I hate her, (laughs) to put it lightly.
2: You know, I we'll say across the board I don't think anyone has a really good intro to creative writing fiction experience I had a horrible one Uh, I'm not going to name the professor because I don't even think they're at Emerson anymore so I don't think it matters Mm -hmm. um but I wrote a story and because he very much was like he never said he doesn't like genre fiction but it was my first creative writing class at Emerson and I was like one of two trans people and I'm like, okay, well, if, yeah, I want to write the stories that I want to see. I want to write the stories that I want to be in. Because yeah, a lot of people of were writing very straight, very male-centered. And I'm like, fuck this. That's not very interesting to me. And I wrote... <laughs> this is the most opposite thing I could have written to what other people were writing in the class. I wrote a an urban, um, urban magical story set in New York City with a polyamorous couple of a uh i forget um it was a trans woman witch a trans male vampire and a non-binary fae. i believe
1: oh wow that's Um, that's actually that's dealing with a lot all at once you should actually like see what you can do after it was
2: published in gauge last semester
1: (gasps) really that's so great. I honestly don't pay attention to any publications, but I'm really <laughs> okay. happy for you. That's actually really great.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was published Engage last semester. That's um, great. And so because I knew I was going to be talking about the group with they, them pronouns, because that's a plural,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it would be confusing to have the non-binary character, at least from a reader perspective, also use they, them. Not to say it couldn't be done, but I was having a lot of new ideals within the story, and I wanted it to be a little bit clearer so people could keep track. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was the only person that whole semester to write a character with Zayzam pronouns. Um, And the professor was like, yeah, you know, like, I had no idea what you were doing, you invented these things, and I think it works. And I'm like, those are actual gender neutral pronouns sir. oh no and he's like yeah well you know you got to think about your reader like what are you going to do to bring it in And i didn't really understand any of it and i'm like uh-huh so you're only going to keep talking about the pronouns when there's a full seven page story in front of you about other stuff and that's all he would focus on was the polyamorous couple which is a big thing to focus on but he wasn't even talking about the characters and their personalities or how they interacted with each other was just their queerness and their identities
1: damn
0: yeah it's like relegating them to just that and that's
1: kind of fucked yeah i mean i feel like if you're a good professor you would look at the content of the story rather than focus on one main thing if you that should be like one thing that you're confused about but not have your entire comment section be de- dedicated to that one thing you know
2: yeah, I also what is it? I wrote a his a historical like 18th century Russian kind of trying to pull on Tolstoy and uh dude, that's, dude, the big one that ends with a starts with a D and ends with a ski, um, and I, and I, and it was a queer romance and he was like did did gay people exist in Russia <gasps> in like um, the 18th century because like that wasn't allowed and I'm like oh, uh, gay sir. people have always existed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we not so <laughs> anyway, anyway, but anyway. I don't think anyone has a good first year writing experience.
1: I mean, I think it honestly depends on the professor because I had um Papernick as my intro to fiction professor, like my freshman year, and I absolutely loved the class. I think on the Papernick? reason why I just didn't love it, love it was because I hadn't had a workshop experience before. So it was kind of intimidating and stressful to like hear people hate on something that I actually like made and I was proud of, you know? So I feel like that was the only negative experience I had. But it was also like about trauma and like all that stuff. So I was just like, oh, you just don't understand. But then I look back, I was like, no, this was poorly written. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's called growth. Oh my God, you're learning at college? Whoa. Oh crazy. No,
2: I I found that, you know I'm I, I'm a good creative writer. I can't write an essay. I have gotten seventies, sixties across the board in all my literature analytical essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I don't think you learn in your classes. It's what you take out of the class and figure out on your own that makes college so rewarding.
1: Oh, I, I completely agree because like a letter grade or a number grade doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could have a great class, love the professor, get a lot of, like, growth within the classroom, but, like, fail the class, you know? So, like, I completely agree with that.
0: Mm. How was Adele's for you, then? I'm
2: sorry. Oh! (laughs) You you mean, (laughs) I was like, wait, what are we talking about? Um, Yeah, the queer Renaissance literature. I asked her if I could do a creative option for the final paper. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it was totally okay, and I wrote a retelling prose adaption of um, Venice and, uh, Venus and Adonis. Ooh! Um, and because she was like, you know, I kind of want to make it fair, you know, other people are writing about multiple works, so, you know, Adonis should have a boyfriend. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, he, she, she, he should be dating our site from The Two Noble Kingsmen. And I'm like, okay, I'm with you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, more gay. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, so it was, it was really. She really, really liked it. I, I kind of went in about how it was like, Adonis is a college student dating Arsite, who's very like studious, and you know, Adonis is like, I kind of just want to get out of here. I know I have to do this for my degree, but also there's a war going on. <gasps> so like, I'm gonna go fight in the war, and like, Arsite's like, okay, like I gotta, like I love you, like come back to me. Mm. Um. And then it goes in through the war, and Venus is a war general, and she's the only female war general. Ooh. She's also, unfortunately, quite a little creepy. Um, yeah. And then so she kind of adopts Adonis because she sees him in training, and he sucks basically, like he's not good at it. But he has the energy and the passion, you know. But he's like kind of this scrawny little twink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So she kind of is like, I'm going to protect this kid that, like, only wants to do thing and kind of make him my aide to camp. She gets kind of weirdly touchy, and then, you know, he's like, people are dying out there. You sent everyone off on, you know, their day, and I'm stuck here in camp just writing your notes. Like, I'm going to go out there and do something. Um, And she's like, okay, then you're walking away from the battlefield. And he's like, fine, then I'm walking away from the battlefield. Um, And then he gets blown up, but it's fine. Everything's fine comes back home because i wanted it to have a happy ending yeah um because all the a works. lot of what we talked about in the class were like why are all these queer stories haunted by death and sadness and does no one get a happy ending And i wanted adonis and arcec to have a happy ending
0: yeah i'm gonna say this genuinely can you please like see if you can get this published because we're doing we're like I, I'm in the four hundred level workshop class right now. So like the last big one. And we're doing like we did like a lesson on um retellings and I honestly think you have a great candidate here for that.
1: Yeah.
2: Um I love doing adaptations. If I do if I do playwriting, I wanna do adaptation. Um and I I submitted it to the Evies. it's like not the strongest thing on there, because I found that during my time at Emerson, I struggle with long form, and I struggle with fiction. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I can write the first chapter and have these awesome ideas for characters, and they meet, and nothing else happens. All else ideas, like, run out of my head, I don't know what I want the middle to be, I kind of know what I want the ending to be, and it doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So the most kind of rewarding, and the work that I've been really, really proud of during my time at Emerson is my nonfiction. Um, and I took um, a intermediate nonfiction class, and I also took... Um, no, I only took the... I only took an intro and an intermediate nonfiction, I believe. I forget. <laughs> you know, I am graduating in eight weeks. I just oh, know God. what I have written and how much I love what I have written.
0: Kyle, what are we gonna do without you?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, um, okay. I can I can have two answers. The oh, like the I'm gonna flatter myself answer, or <laughs> or the or like the actual answer. <laughs> the actual answer, because we'll start with that one because it's more truthful. Is I'm not going anywhere. Just because I'm not going to be taking class at, at Emerson and not being a part of the orientation program or any part of Student Life doesn't mean I'm not going to be available. You know, just because we graduate and just because I'm probably moving to a different country doesn't mean that we can't reach out. You know, yeah. The flattery answer. The flattery answer is, oh, it's okay. Like you'll figure it out. And
0: <laughs> Pat's head. You're fine. <laughs> um, you'll be great. You know. It's not like. like you- <laughs> You just become a ghost once you graduate oh my god oh no, chloe don't give me that look.
2: i i am i really loved my time at emerson i i don't think i could have been anywhere else and you know I'm, i mean i'm not gonna be that alumni that's like yeah here's 20 million dollars um because <laughs> they took enough money from me already but i i will do my best to support its current students at least you know my orientees from this past fall i'll try and stay in contact with until they graduate and then there's not really much I can do I don't have a connection to the school after that
1: mm. yeah
0: definitely you're not gonna be like a Jay Leno and just throw like oh yeah no. how much money here that's
2: that's like if I have if I make money like Jay Leno I have a creative writing degree
1: okay I'm that not ki- gonna
2: get yeah. anywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that kind of connects to a question that I had for you so yeah I know recently you got published online and mm-hmm. your story was beautiful and oh, like, like that Yeah, we'll actually be linking that as well, like in, (laughs) you know, like the link to everything to read it and all that. So how was your experience trying to get published um, with an outside, you know, publishing group or online forum or anything like that? Because I know here at Emerson, they have a lot of opportunities to submit work and get published if you're part of a group or whatever, but... I haven't actually myself figured out how to get published outside of Emerson, you know, so from your perspective, how was that?
2: It was exhilarating. And I use the word exhilarating throughout the process and even getting, you know, declined, because it's jumping off of a cliff and using your work as a parachute and being like, okay, I built you up, I knitted you together, fly. And it's putting the work out there and having other people read it. And sometimes with journals and magazines um, and outside publishers, they'll send you feedback being like, we really liked this. Unfortunately, we don't think it'll match, you know, this current issue, but here are some comments from the team. Um, And even though they declined you, those comments are so strong because you know what they liked about it and you can send it to other places that will have a similar theme of what do they like and what do they accept? You should kind of always gear the piece to where you're submitting it. You know, if you submit a sci-fi story to a historical fiction journal, they're not going to know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, And then I also really think that you should shoot high. You know, I submitted um, stuff to The Sun, I submitted stuff to Granada, I submitted stuff to Ninth Letter, I did the Missouri review. Um, big-name places because they take the chance on this writer that has never been published before. That looks so great for them. They discovered someone, you know? Um, and sometimes the bigger places cost 3 $5 submissions, but I always think it's worth that chance. If you have a big kind of faith in that piece and sending it out to somewhere big, you know, why not try? And that's kind of how I found everyday fanfic—not uh, fanfiction— <laughs> <laughs> everyday fiction <laughs> <laughs> because I googled like top big you know flash fiction journals and it was listed on a website that had um, free submissions pay you for being published publishes every day and they get maybe 3,000 clicks a day
1: Yeah,
2: because the journal itself is geared towards you know here's you know a very short story that you can read on your commute
1: yeah
2: yeah um, and I did send them my auto fiction story, he. Um, and having that published was probably the best feeling I've had since the pandemic started. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it was kind of reassuring, being like, yeah, you can write. You know, people do want your stuff, people want to read it. Um, And then they also, you know, they gave me some feedback and they're like, if you want to make some changes, you can. And so I added, I made the changes that they wanted and it came out better. Um, And to get feedback and to see people reading it and, excuse me, and to just have it out there. There's no other feeling like it. And I think just personally, that piece has gone through so many, so many transformations. I originally wrote it. (laughs) i originally wrote it as a dare a dare that my mother gave me oh wow because in my high school in high school she was like you know you're a really good writer or you're not really that great of a writer i forget really what she said but she had dared me to write a story in 30 minutes yeah and i wrote this Um, and she's like oh maybe you actually can write i'm like i try um brought it to my creative writing class in high school they worked on it and then um senior creative writing majors have to do a performance we always done a performance but we had to do multiple performances um of reading our pieces and performing them as well um and i performed that piece and my mom walked out and then when i got to emerson there was a um a play that a devised theater piece that was being cast my sophomore year called baby shower that was being produced by rare works yeah and um I used that piece as my audition and I got into the cast and that was also an incredible experience to be on a trans only creative and cast of talking about trans stories. And then now it's being published in my senior year.
1: That's beautiful. And I
2: I couldn't <laughs> think of a better place for it. I couldn't think of a better time for it. I got the acceptance at work and I just started I'll say it, I was crying.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was just, it was, it was heavy tears. I was just so ecstatic. And it was rewarding in the sense that, okay, this is one of many. You know, I talked about previously how, you know, you should just send out work and just shoot big. Um, I had like this challenge for myself where, you know, once a week I would try to submit something to a, a different piece to a different journal all throughout the fall semester. So I sent out like 25 different submissions to places and I only got one back, which was Everyday Fiction for Heat. And it wasn't scary. I mean, I kind of feel bad that I, like, wasted $3 because that could have been used on a latte. But (laughs) um, it was in the sense that, you know, there will be a lot of no's. But there will be one yes that feels just as good.
1: I really love that because it's really stressful to, like, I mean, even in um, workshop classes to, Hear all this like negativity and all that towards stories, like even if it's like constructive negativity, you know, like you're saying um, submitting work and then getting um, rejected and then being like, oh well, if you wanted to keep improving, this is what we noticed, you know. So I feel like that's um, really not wise words, but like you know, wise words of you to say to be like, with all of this negativity and all of this rejection, there's going to be like some positive, like an outlook and a good um I don't even know what I'm trying to say like a good outlet for you to actually submit things and all the negativity would have been worth it because of like the light at the end of the tunnel basically yeah. you know like the one yes and I really think that's helpful at least even to me now because it's like I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself after graduation and at least if I like I'm gonna I think that's a smart idea like what you did like submit something once a week to like a um you know like a place to submit work yeah. I literally don't know what I'm trying to say like words are not coming to me right now which is wonderful
0: but it, don't worry it's always like that yeah I know it is it's always, it's always like the that. writers who <laughs> can't
1: speak. but like I think that's a really smart thing that you did like submitted something every single week because I think from what I saw and from what I read you are so deserving of being like published where you were published and I feel like like, I'm really proud of you for getting through all of that. <laughs>
2: um, I, thank you. Really thank you. Um,
0: oh my god. How,
2: oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sweet. You know, it's, I want to, you know, I came into Emerson and I'm like, I'm going to be an author and I'm just going to live off my royalties and I'll live in a mansion and have everything. And uh, Oh,
1: you know, everyone wants the... that, yeah. Everybody <laughs>
2: You know, I've, I because of the workshop and the rewritings that I've gone through and there are, you know, I've written a lot at Emerson, but there is only maybe a handful of pieces that I've really felt are great, powerful pieces. And those are the ones that I'm currently reworking for my thesis. Um, and it's that editing process that I really find rewarding because then it gets to a point where, you know, and people say a piece of writing is never done. It's only ever, you know. Like it's gets it's being stops. Whoa, it stops being edited. Mm -hmm. Um or you just kind of put a like a cover on it and you're like, okay, it is what it is. That doesn't mean it's done. I could go into he right now and change a million things on it and make it, you know, better, worse, whatever. But I want to go into editing and I want to write on the side. That'll give me the passion to be able to write and be like, you know, maybe I'm not gonna make millions of dollars after this. But if someone reads this and it impacts
0: them, that's all I can ask for.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: This is also sweet and like <laughs> I'll cry. I'll do it right now. I dare you. Sob. Uh, Sob. <laughs> I'll do it for you, Kyle. <laughs> 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 How? Okay. Have, have you? So you felt like Emerson really prepared you for that, despite all of this institution's faults, there are many but overall <laughs> yes.
2: it was the good professors that encouraged me and not maybe not what i learned in class taking notes but the conversations i've had with professors after class the questions that i brought up to them um because a lot of in the creative writing you know department it's writers that are writing and then also teaching so they've done it they've been published they've done internships they've done fellowships they've done artist residencies and now they're teaching at Emerson and they have books and I think those experiences are necessary to be like okay what did you do how can I kind of not copy but rework to fit what I want to do knowing that it can be done and that's really what Mm -hmm. I found most rewarding is the people I've met and the questions I've been able to ask and learn from as opposed to just sitting and taking notes
1: yeah I, I feel like I connected with that because like all the professors that I've had whether or not I've liked them have always been <laughs> at the beginning of class or even at the end of the semester have been like usually the last class is dedicated to like if you have any questions about how to get published or it like my information and get in contact with me if you ever need help with anything like please meet with me and I'll definitely be there to help you. And I feel like that's the most rewarding and beneficial experience that I've had here at Emerson is like all the connections that I've been able to make. So I completely agree with that.
2: It's kind of like, um, I, the, ooh, Alyssa Green. Oh my gosh, she is probably my favorite professor I've ever had at Emerson. And I feel awful that I had her for the first time last semester.
1: Wait, I have her right now.
0: Oh my god, I love her so she's much. Wait, so... Is she your
1: fourth, like your seminar person? Yeah, she's she's oh, the seminar. Yeah, nice.
0: She's oh my god, she's so fucking chill and nice and cool.
2: I f- she is the only professor that I have felt understands the Emerson experience, understands the college experience, and understands writers, and wants to help you. Literally. Like, I, I, I wrote, I brought in he as, like, a revised kind of nonfiction flash piece for the workshop I had with her, which was the flash fiction workshop. And um, she worked with me. And then I'm like, hey, I'm submitting it to, like, this place. She was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then I'm like, I think it's a lot of, like, Republicans reading it. What happens if they start calling me a trans, like, <laughs> transphobic slurs? Um, <laughs> and she was like, that's a totally valid fear to have. And the editors of the journal should know that they need to deal with that. And if they don't have something in place, you know, then it's awesome that they can learn from it, and you can speak out about it. And then it's just, you know, more eyes on your work. Yeah, mm-hmm. very true. She. Um, no, I love Alyssa so much.
0: <laughs> She's just really cool. Did she ever show you her dog?
2: Which she has two.
0: Uh, Frankie. Yes he's okay good boy good dog good dog I saw him yesterday really? for the first time he was so cute he was sitting Aww. on a little chair
1: Aww. oh yeah <laughs> I love that I've never had professors that show their pets besides Shannon Derby and I love her she like showed her cats and dog on the screen I was like oh the one good thing this pandemic brought us is being able to see our professors pets from home <laughs>
0: So yeah. switching gears for like a little hot sec, how yeah. is, um how would you say the lit aspect? Because we talked a lot about like the workshop and we sort of touched on one very gay lit class, but like <laughs> overall, how would you feel? Because there, there's that side of the major. Like, I feel like coming in, you don't expect to be doing so much literature, oh, definitely or, like not. studying like, Art of that.
1: fiction. I would have never expected it's a literature class. I literally thought it was like writing because it's art of fiction, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> your experience um, with
2: that I don't know it felt like I'd be English all over again if I'm being honest mm. um, they, they've been nice because I was able to take really specific classes, literature classes to my interest, some have been really cool some not so cool um, like career renaissance literature, so glad I took that so glad I took that um, just to get the chance to read and talk about the stuff Like I said, I'm horrible at essays. I'm absolutely horrible, and those, the literature classes have been the ones at Emerson that I am the most stressed for, the most anxious for, because it's kind of like, why can't I write an essay? I'm a senior in college, and I'm still getting 70s on an essay. Like, what the hell is wrong with me? But there's nothing wrong with me. Um, You know, I actually, when I was talking with Adele about how scared I was about this final essay, she was like "well you're a creative writer, right?" and she was like "yeah." And I'm like "there's a reason why I'm an academic. It's because I can't write creatively." <laughs> um and yeah, I think it's it's necessary. It 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 is uh, unfortunately a necessary thing that we have to go through. But um I've enjoyed the conversations. I've enjoyed the books that I've gotten the chance to read. Um, I almost said chance, but um, (laughs) I mean, you kind of just got to push through them because the writing is more writing. The creative writing major is more writing than it is literature. I've taken maybe six creative writing classes, but like four literature classes. Mm -hmm. Um. So it, it evens itself out, um, but it's been, like, a personally for me, like, trudging through, like, the mud. Um, but I've, I've liked the books because, you know, different professors in different classes will have, like, different agendas and, like, what the topic of the class is. And, you know, I don't think I would ever um, – I'm in a, a post-war European – literature class right now is my final lit class, which is a 400 level one. It's terrifying. I don't think I ever would have picked up um, The Elementary Particles off of a bookshelf and read it. Horrible book. Absolutely (laughs) hate it. But I still read it, and at least I have learned, oh wow, yeah, I do hate that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Does that
2: answer the question? I kind, I, the most rewarding part of Emerson has been everything I've done outside of the classroom. And the workshops, not necessarily, you know, the rest of the stuff I've done. Um, I do, I did enjoy my publishing minor. That was really awesome because I now have an understanding of the publishing industry that most regular English majors outside of other institutions that are trying to go into the publishing industry don't have.
0: Yeah, you can talk about that a little more, like some of your minor.
2: Yeah, I, so I did. Um, Unfortunately, this was my mother's idea, and I have to unfortunately say she was right. Um, <laughs> I, we, I did a creative writing BFA with a publishing minor to kind of give me a broader WLP scope um, with Still West literature. Mm-hmm. Um, and the publishing classes I took were intro to book and mag publishing, copy editing, um, book editing, and intermediate something or other. Oh yeah, it was um, Intermediate book, book Publishing Overview, Book Editing, Copy Editing, Intro to Book and Mag Publishing. And that was the track I wanted to do because I knew I want to work in a publishing house. I don't want to work on journals, I don't want to work in magazine. I want to work on books. And just the overview of this is how a book goes through the house. These are the words you need to have on your resume. Here is most most of the all, if not all of the class projects within the publishing minor were edit this, do this, make a sales pitch, which would mimic what we would actually do in the work field. Um, So the fact that I've done it and I know the language and I can understand XML to eBooks and I can understand the production side and I can understand how every, all parts of this fits in together, um, makes it less scary, but also makes it reachable and like palpable.
1: Yeah, I think that's really smart of you to have done that because Like, because you are a creative, you could, like, write in your free time, but you have, like, a full, broad understanding of, like, the entire publishing world. Mm -hmm. So you know how you're going to, like, put yourself out there on the side, but then also, like, have a strong understanding of, like, what you want to do after college, which is very, very smart of you. Because I know I have no idea what I'm going to do anymore, because (laughs) it's, like, this semester I realized, like, oh, I like marketing a lot more than writing, and I literally came to Emerson to want to be a high school English teacher, but I haven't taught in a classroom before, and I haven't been a TA, so I'm like, why am I doing this the way I am, you know? So I think the way yeah. you do that is very, very smart. So and
0: you're regretting a lot right now.
1: <laughs> I don't necessarily regret, well, like, because you know. I like the fact that I've had all these workshops, and I've had the experiences to write the way I have, you know? But it's like... I kind of don't know what I'm gonna do with myself after, and yeah. I know you can get a lot of jobs with marketing just by like having a good resume. And I think by like at this point,
0: you do have a good.
1: I have a lot of marketing that I'm doing right now. I'm doing like mark. I've been doing marketing for the org that I run alone. I've run the website by myself for the past year. I, yeah. like- <laughs> 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 I run the Instagram for that. I have um, been doing some marketing for eiv and i've been doing some stuff for mchan and i've been doing like photography for eiv and Chan for like the past year as well so it's like i i've been doing that so i have marketing experience like that but i don't have like the inner working knowledge of what marketing is or like the numbers and like when the best time to do this so you know what i mean so like i don't have the factual understanding i have the experience understanding you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel like you kyle have like a you have both. <laughs>
0: you are very well-rounded. <laughs> you
1: have, you're very well-rounded, and I uh, am very excited uh, for you to, like, have, have actually— a lot
2: of sharp edges, let's be honest here.
1: <laughs> like, um, I'm excited for you after graduation to, like, have all these experiences that you're obviously going to have, you know, like, with all these, like, all the knowledge that you've gained, whether that be through um, the publishing track and then creative writing and just like the experience of being published now and like like all of that understanding experience i'm i'm very excited for you and everything that is going to come your way
2: you know and it's kind of like yeah you're doing a lot of outside stuff but if you build a website and you have a portfolio that's incredible you have done so much work through so many projects that really will pay off maybe not in the same way that like classrooms may I've always, always, always been a believer that the experience you get doing something is more important and a better opportunity than learning about it.
1: Yeah, like hands-on is a much better experience than being like, well, yes. I have this on paper, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wrote I, an essay about this. <laughs> I wrote an essay about this my sophomore year of high school. It's <laughs> so a um, the thesis process. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay, you know, we have those brain farts. They happen, yeah. and it's okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's. I'm I'm glad someone's excited for me to graduate.
1: I mean, I'm not excited um, for you to leave. But I'm excited for you to he- <laughs> like. I didn't mean it to be like that. <laughs> I'm no, just no, excited no, no, for you I to mean... live life after college. Is all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I know that's what you mean. I know that's what you mean. Um, and because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad someone's excited for you know the world beyond, as opposed to like I, I know, and I'm, I'm so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. God, it's been a wild ride my 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 cap and my tassel came in
0: <gasps> oh my god you will tassel. that's
2: terrifying <laughs> that's that's kind of terrifying because yeah. it's real it's absolutely yeah. real. it's like <laughs> you the have physical
1: it. like tangible be like whoa this is real now this is actually happening
2: Are oh actually gowns? you both would be the perfect pole i have two things two ideas that i want to paint on the back of my cap Ooh. okay Do I paint The Fool, the tarot card from the Major Arcana, um, The Fool, which stands for starting a new journey and not really knowing all of it, Mm -hmm. or do I paint the world, which is the culmination of I've done it, I've learned everything I can, and this is kind of the end. I like both of them because graduation is the end, but also starting again, and um the fool because it's like i don't know what's ahead of me but the world is like i did it <laughs> fuck you all i graduated emerson
0: <laughs> i this is actually a funny coincidence i just had my cards read like right before this <laughs> <laughs> so like i i like the full idea
1: yeah i really like the full idea too because i feel like the world's like oh my god look i made it but it's also just like I really like the idea of the fool because it's like, even though you've done so much, there's so much for you to learn still as well. And like all the experiences that you're going to have afterwards. So I really mm-hmm. like the idea of the fool. But
0: the fool's underestimated in tarot. Yeah. I feel like like people who don't know tarot like a little, they're like,
1: oh, I literally the fool, thought at blah, first blah, blah. But you are talking about card. like not tarot for a second but i was i don't know why i didn't think that because <laughs> you're going to a mystic meeting after this so i don't know why <laughs> so i don't know why i didn't think of tarot the second that you said that <laughs> um
2: yeah no i think mystic is my baby i think the the saddest thing i'm um the saddest thing the saddest feeling i have of leaving something behind at emerson that is the sentence is leaving mystic um I'm quite but you know I gotta gotta let it go and yeah. it will be and it will be awesome and I'll miss it deeply yeah. but now we got stickers and I have a sweatshirt <laughs> so it will be with me always
1: yeah that's actually really yeah I I'm not excited to leave developed images after I graduate like I'm gonna be so sad that you I am it's gonna be in good hands you got a year I know I have a year. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Kyle. <laughs> but it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. still just
1: like I know what I know what you're talking about, like the feeling of like, oh, I've had all this and I've had this family and experience and I'm gonna be like I it'll always be a part of me, you know what I mean? Like you have you have the tangible like sweater and like the stickers and all of that to be like to remind you of those times and I'm gonna like force the org next year to be like, We're doing this
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, sweatshirts. I, I need a new hoodie. Want,
1: I really want like a dark gray hoodie with like the DI logo just like right here. Can I? Or like on the sleeve, like right here. Oh my yeah, god, and then yeah. Yeah.
0: Can I? You gotta make merch for the podcast too.
1: Yes, but also like. I need
0: more hoodies. I kind
1: of don't know if I want my face on a hoodie because that would be really. Um... Oh my god,
0: you wear your face.
1: <laughs> That's such like a weird flex <laughs> that I really don't want to have. You just get the
0: text. You just get the text.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't. Th- we're. This is what the sixth episode. I don't think we've made enough episodes to have merch yet. <laughs> we'll
0: do season two. I merch. would gladly buy it. Whatever Aww. it is.
2: And, no, I mean I yeah. could. Tetra's marketable. I can market tetra.
1: Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I remember. It's okay. Yeah, I remember during orientation, you're just like, my cat is asleep or something. Like we were, <gasps> you were doing like a workshop thing. You have a one cat. of the final days of um training and you're just like hey guys and it was like a wellness or meditation one and <laughs> you're just like my cat is right here and i want to show her but i know she'd be really upset
2: <laughs> um yeah it was <laughs> um the workshop i did i think you mean the um like introvert and extroverted and like knowing how to like take care of yourself within the orientation in that one
1: yeah i think so yeah
2: yeah i use I use Tetra as the example. So like there was photos of her. And when I've done it in the past, I had her with me, but she was sleeping. Yeah. And I was like, she'll be so mad if I wake her up. but um, she she's been with me all four years of Emerson. I brought her with oh. me to Emerson. She has her own Emerson ID. Um, That's so
1: cute.
2: <laughs> so she's graduating too. Um, so I got her her own graduation cap.
1: Maybe she should have the world on her cap. Yes. And then you could have-
2: <gasps> Yes. Oh, that's exactly what we're doing now.
0: <gasps> yes, Chloe. Big brain. Because I was like,
1: whichever one you don't use, Tetra could use. So you could you actually do both. You were thinking that the whole time. No, honestly, I didn't realize Tetra was also graduating. So cute that cat. is actually like... um, You don't have to credit me or anything, but...
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I will absolutely
2: credit you. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, I want to pet a cat so badly.
1: Just, we're getting a cat for next year, um, because we're moving off campus, obviously, and it's yeah. Kind we of don't just want like,
0: that two percent
1: tuition increase. We don't want the four percent. Yeah, the four percent.
2: You want to know what's so funny? I didn't get that email.
0: <gasps> that's
2: that's so great. I don't think I don't think any seniors got that email. <laughs> that's
1: wonderful. That's I, so funny. All I saw was just all like the um freshman through junior class on Instagram being like, haha this is funny, right? This isn't actually happening uh, but it actually is No
0: vaccine and a raise. Yeah, that those were like five minutes apart, those emails.
1: Yeah, they really did a good job timing, huh? Yeah. It's like, well they're already mad. Might as well make them furious. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love how they were like, Yeah, we're gonna get you guys the vaccine through Tufts. Everything's gonna be sunshine and rainbows and here we are.
1: I literally think they just said that to make it so we wouldn't bother them anymore. <laughs> But um, it's um, fine. I guess I'll go
0: back to New Jersey and I'll get one from Phil.
1: Yeah, we can. Yeah, just oh my God, us. Phil is
0: doing such a good job. Do you have him on Twitter? I do have him on Twitter. The I sometimes I'll just look in the replies and it's all the like Republicans just being like, "Why can't I go to the my son's football game?" And I'm like, "That's
1: maybe they shouldn't be playing football in the first place, and you wouldn't be having this problem."
0: <laughs> it's just so funny yeah. to me. They think, like, they're actually talking to him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's like, bring back Christy, I'm like, uh,
0: So he can sit on the beach again in the little chair? Oh my
2: god. That- oh my god. That <laughs> pissed me <laughs> off.
0: That was so... I have no words for that. That was, like, a time. Mm. Chloe's, like, nodding her head. Just-
1: I was like, I think I have a general understanding of what's going on. In my head, I'm picturing, like, gym teacher who brings out folding chairs Yeah. At- yeah. yeah,
2: exactly that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, exactly I'm glad that. I'm on the same
2: page. <laughs> but but the pref- the the um the you know, context that you need is that the beach is closed. No one could go to the beach. And then he goes to the beach with his family.
0: Yeah, it's like the state government shut same down because like the budget is
1: like the leaving the leaving um the state to go on vacation during like that entire thing, you know.
0: It was like <laughs> it was like the state shut down because like they didn't pass a budget. And so, like, all our s- beaches are state- uh, Most of them are state-owned. Yeah. So, like, you have to pay to get on the beach and stuff like that. So, like, all but the beaches closed, is the and so he <laughs> sat his fat ass on the beach. That's so <laughs> that's stupid. That's supposed to be
1: closed. Um, that's...
0: I love New He's Jersey. Dumb. He dumb. Is that- have you been to Princeton?
2: I have. I thought I was going to go to Princeton, oh and then I God. saw my high school GPA,
0: and that did not happen. Ahaha, uh, me too. Um, <laughs> have you have you been to hoagie haven?
2: I have not. Ah, okay. Outside note: I've only ever been to Princeton because that's where like a child psychologist was.
0: Oh yeah, that place. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like gets mad at me because I call it a hoagie. That's okay. Isn't it like? Thank you. You're from
2: Central Jersey. You have the both the vernacular of north and south.
0: Yeah, it's. Thank you.
2: <laughs> and also, you're from Trenton, which is on the border of pennsylvania like it, you're honestly really fine
0: it takes language really- is fake
1: i was <laughs> so. really out here giving you excuses <laughs> yeah
0: and okay <laughs> chloe got mad at not mad like actually mad but like funny mad at me because i don't, don't know, know how, how to how pump, gas. pump
1: gas yeah
2: okay well that's a little bit valid because the first time i tried to pump gas i only pumped it for a cent and i didn't know what i did wrong
0: See, that's what's going to happen if I do it. <laughs> so there was I a credit card you. charge you can for a cent.
1: <laughs>
0: I I, miss Wawa. You just pull up 20 regular cash, and you're good. And you go get a breakfast sandwich.
2: Yeah, how, it's, Tell me you're from New Jersey without telling me you're from New Jersey.
0: I like Wawa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> get.
2: 20 regular? Fill her up, please. Thank you.
0: Yes. Oh, my God see he gets it
1: i mean i (laughs) had that experience because rhode island also has like the you can pull up and they can come out and do your gas or whatever but it's usually like a smaller independently owned place it's not like a chain like um like a speedway or cumberland farms gas station which you guys don't know because it's
0: i've seen like a speedway once
1: yeah
0: yeah um i i
2: I don't really like wawa i don't really like speedway i will honestly say the best one i've ever had is um oh my god what is it called it's in north pennsylvania my brain's saying shake shack but it's not shake shack
0: are you talking about sheets? sheets Sheets. i am talking about sheets that's a controversial opinion because there's the big like sheets versus wawa fight oh sheets is so much better is it i've never been to a yeah sheets. they have so much more food <gasps>
1: that are they gonna is is are you gonna are you gonna be converted to uh a... i
0: don't know i have to go now it takes me if like you, five you, minutes to get to pennsylvania because i just cross a little bridge and then i'm there
2: if you if you go to sheets you have to get a frozen hot chocolate and you have to get um the um snack snackers everything in sheets ends with a z um but honestly no matter, oh, the fried macaroni and cheese and a frozen hot chocolate ma- yeah.
0: okay, I gotta go, I'll go in May when I'm home
2: yeah, no, honestly, I think in May they'll also have the Cheetos fried mac and cheese bites
1: oh my what? god, that's they're really pulling out all the stops, yeah
2: listen, listen. Sheets once like semi-sponsored an event I was doing, so I have like a bunch of Sheets merch, I love them <laughs>
0: I gotta go now. Maybe I'll be converted. (laughs) (gasps) I'm learning so much today. I don't think y'all realize.
1: The thing is, you say this after the talk of, like, school (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. It started, like, what do you do, like, after creation? Like, give us your profound knowledge. And now I'm being like, hey, here's what you gotta get. You have to get a frozen hot chocolate and Cheetos mac and cheese bites, and you'll be set.
0: Yeah. Yes, I feel like that's all I need to know now to get the, the rest of it. You can drop out of college, just go to sheets. What is the meaning of life? Here's your hot chocolate. Have a great day. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be kind of sucky because then I live in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just like New Jersey, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's about, well, like, Eastern Pennsylvania, it's like Philly and... allentown and
1: i've never i don't know what you're saying i know the word philly but i don't know what the other (laughs) word (laughs) was chloe
2: Chloe, where are you from
1: i'm from rhode island
2: can i ask you a a honest question yes is it true you can walk both sides of the state in like an hour walk yeah
1: no (laughs) i don't think so i mean i've never tried but i would have to say no
0: well, how fast are you walking? That's the thing.
1: Well, you see how fast I walk normally, I think and that's you not could even full it. speed.
0: I I think <laughs> Chloe. I think they're talking about Chloe. Can cross um, st- state. Like internet. okay,
1: so this is very like a stupid thing to say, but like the <laughs> Google Maps like walking thing is if is if you're doing like a leisurely stroll, because yes. I can like it says Park Street is like five to no, it's like ten fifteen minutes away walking from Two B. I get there in like five minutes. Walking.
2: Yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't accommodate for the LGBTQ community and they meet those walking <laughs> estimates.
0: I was about to make that joke I <laughs> love Kyle. That is yeah. And you're <laughs> very straight. Uh-huh. They didn't account for short people too. Short people like have like very like they're very energetic. Chaotic pretty, energy, you know.
1: Okay, yeah. I was gonna say it's also in my blood because my mom the other day, I was telling her how um, direction, like, I don't understand why it says things are so much farther than they actually are when I can get there, like, you know, like the description I just gave you. And she's just like, oh, did I tell you that my great-grandmother, like my grandmother when she was young, she was like the fastest girl in her village? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, this was just like a small, like, French-German village with like I don't know how many people but she was also like thirteen or something like speeding around talking and I was like I believe it I believe it.
2: it it's really the epitome of like the rear view mirror where it says things may appear closer than they are.
1: Yeah.
0: Always
2: faster than she might appear
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh i just oh, he... closed my dresser by leaning on it i'm so sorry
2: that was fine it made a it made a, a uh, if you did sound editing it made a good thud i would <laughs> believe that to be a horror movie there is something behind me thud
0: oh i were suddenly gonna turn into an asmr channel between oh, like no. the closing doors of 2b and like
1: yeah. chloe closing her dresser yeah <laughs> And then just all like the weird noises like we make breathing into the mic by accident.
0: (laughs) So I gotta hold my breath now.
1: I mean, I like what I've been like. Chloe, I kind of smoked.
0: This isn't gonna end. (laughs)
1: Anyways, (laughs) um, it was wonderful talking to you, Kyle. I really. Not to be like we need to end this now, but <laughs> um, but we have been but talking we, for like. I
2: would talk forever if you don't shut me up. It's. Totally I mean, it's been fine. a
1: solid fifty-nine minutes and nine seconds. Wait,
0: what's your sign?
2: <laughs> I am a Gemini sun. I am a Leo rising and a Capricorn moon, so I'm emotionally constipated.
0: Wait, and... I'm a Capricorn moon too.
2: Oh, so you get it? But yeah, I, I don't need feel to do anything. Like, I... yeah,
0: yeah. He gets it. Okay. (laughs) you do give gemini energy i will say
1: yeah
2: oh yeah i i know i know that because like i am both an extrovert and an introvert because i will be like yes i will talk and be the life of the party but like oh my god if someone looks at me right now on this subway train i am going to flip Mm.
1: i felt that and i'm not a gemini (laughs) i like felt that though
2: (laughs) anyway anyway shut me up shut me up do your outro oh
1: okay Kyle, I love you. Thank you for saying that yeah. you'd be on the podcast today. We really appreciate yes. it.
2: <laughs> no, thank you for inviting me. You know, you both have such incredible energy and just so much to give back and joy and light. And it's 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 appreciated. This was the highlight of my day. Oh, <gasps>
0: oh You're welcome back anytime.
2: Yeah, You can have me anytime. Unless, like, people are like, who's this guy? Make him shut the fuck up. Then I won't come on. Oh,
0: it. no, we'll no,
1: fight that. No, no. Like, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to tell so many people you're on the podcast, and they're going to be like, oh my God, Kyle. And then they're going to listen and they're going to want you back. So yeah. we got to give the ready fans that what text. they want.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having me. It was an absolute, absolute pleasure.
1: Thank yes, you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>